Thank you, sponsors. Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, CompC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huxton Scott Auctions, Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Henry Aaron was larger than life. My whole life, my earliest memory of baseball, was watching the 57 World Series on black and white TV with my parents. I was getting aware of baseball, and Hank Aaron, the Braves won. Hank was the MVP that year. He just made things look easy. This is a tribute episode to Hank Aaron, who passed away this morning. So this episode will be delivered tomorrow morning. I'm not going to rehash what's in the news. I'm a stats guy. You can read about that other places. I really want to talk about the person as well as the sports card insights. They say he had a massive stroke, and that can be a blessing if you're 86. If you have a, a less than massive stroke and you survive, strokes can mean you, you just have brain damage and you're never fully there. So he was 86. Again, that doesn't seem that old to me, but we can't undo that. He had a life well lived. By all accounts, a humble guy. When you read about the parallels with Jackie Robinson as a trailblazer for African-Americans, you realize that Jackie Robinson was specifically chosen. Now, he performed on the field and had to deal with all that, but he was chosen for that role. Hank was not chosen to be the all-time home run king and to supplant Babe Ruth. That happened. Hank was gracious through all of that when you're, like I said, supplanting a legend. That's pretty rough. He got a lot of negative uh, letters and things like that, which is tragic. I never met Hank Aaron, but I, I had an encounter with Bud Selig, who was just went on and on with him, totally revered Hank Aaron. Always thought that Bud, as the commissioner, was not a big fan of Barry Bonds, but I think it may have been me. He was such a close friend with Hank Aaron, who had been Milwaukee and then Atlanta and then back to Milwaukee as the Brewers, which was Bud Selig's franchise before he was commissioner. As I said, he, he only had the one MVP. Again, in our hobby, is consistency underrated, especially when it's consistency at such a high level? Well, Hank Aaron certainly had that. He was in the shadow, I think, of Willie Mays, uh, perhaps even of Roberto Clemente and, and probably Mickey Mantle, too, although Mantle was in the American League. Those guys, how tough would that be to be compared to these other iconic outfielders of the era who who played with perhaps more flair? They also were consistent, but as far as putting up power, home run, and RBI numbers, Hank just continued to do it over and over again. No asterisk on his home run record when he passed up Babe Ruth. That was one of the most famous records. He did it fair and square. No question about that. But the record he was proudest of was being the all-time RBI leader. And after all, you win the game by not who has the most home runs, but who, who had the most runs. And you've got to, you got to bat him in. So he was certainly a clutch hitter. I'm always curious when I hear these great players, as great as anybody I've seen in my lifetime. He, he only got 97.8% of the ballots uh, to get in the Hall of Fame. I think, what are they thinking? One of the problems our nation has is we want to impart motives to people we don't always know. There is black-white tension currently. There certainly was before. The perspective of many white people, especially of, of my age, they look and see how far the culture has come over the decades. But if you talk to black people, and I think it's almost impossible for a white person to think like a black person and vice versa. But my black friends, it's pretty obvious that they're very aware that even though the situation has improved over the decades, it's not all the way there yet. In many cases, there's still quite a ways to go. And I'm hoping that we do get a greater sense of, of racial concern and uh, hope for the future that things would be better. As far as Hank's cards, his rookie card, well-known, 54 tops, one of my prized possessions. <laughs> I, I have personally autographed one. Again, I didn't do it in his site, but it's a 54 tops 
card that's autographed by him. One of the last things I will sell. It's probably tied or my favorite card. A very close second is the 1954 Johnson Cookies card, which I have. And it, where he's, uh, uniform number five, which is what he came up as a shortstop before they switched him to an outfielder. And little known fact, that card is on my mini wall. I have a wall of fame. And the primary wall of fame is standard size cards in alphabetical order, one per player. But I also have a little mini wall that is for oversized slabs. And the 54 Johnson Cookies card is slightly oversized. So it made my mini wall, in case you ever get a chance to see that. So 54 Tops, famous for Aaron Rookie, but also K-Line and Banks, two other great players who came up at that same time and uh, played their whole career with the same franchise. I love that. And then, of course, Hank's got other cards. 56 Tops, my favorite set. Notoriety of Willie Mays erroneously being in the uh, the smaller picture. And that they didn't even respect Hank at that point, uh, third-year card, to get a more desirable number than number 31. So not divisible by 10 and not even divisible by 5. If you're investment-oriented, I see the grayback version of that card being quite a bit tougher and similar values, but the grayback is, I think, twice as tough, but it didn't twice the value, twice the price. 57 Tops was the reverse negative. Again, that's one of the things the popular culture, the other magazines back in the day always like to uh, throw that up there as an interesting uh, card. Obviously, <laughs> one of the greatest right-handed hitters. <laughs> Pretty obvious when he's up there, reverse negative. 58 Tops, another card that's underrated is the yellow name version of his 58 Tops card. The last card I'll mention is his 58 Tops Manlin Aaron World Series Hero combo card is one of the greatest combo cards of all time. Whenever I had that in inventory, it sold very quickly because it was Manlin Aaron in 58 when they were both at the top uh, of their game. Lastly, how I should have found out about Hank Aaron's death was that my ComC account had a flurry of sales of Hank Aaron cards. They're not making offers. They're just grabbing them. I'm not going to raise my prices, but it's a free world. And the only good thing, when somebody passes away, there's a time to remember them by buying their cards. And to feature their cards is a good thing. Hank Aaron, certainly worthy of full respect as one of the key players of my lifetime. Again, I'm a ridicule many guy, but Hank Aaron was right up there. Thanks, everybody, for letting me reminisce about Hank Aaron. Greatly missed. And one-of-a-kind guy, certainly worthy of your collecting interests. If there's a spike or continued flurry, then so be it. It's, he was one of the greatest of all time and the greatest power hitter of his era. So thanks, everybody. Be back again uh, on Monday with another episode.